Alright. Hi there. So my thing is here back with another podcast. Um Today's date is the 30th of January 2020. Hope you've had uh what nice time during the 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 period that I've been out of the picture or something like that. A lot of things have happened, right, ever since we last spoke. And I'm gonna try to recap many of them. Actually I was sitting here right now, uh Trying to sleep, but it's still too early. It's around 7, 30th of January. Uh, today is Thursday. Not even supposed to be recording today. I think, right? So I tried reading a book now. It's not working that much. My laptop is still uh, crazy, but I'm not going to get into that right now because I think you know the story, right? And I overworked it at home. Ah, man, I made a lot of uh, things there. But let's not talk about that now. Let's just take it back to... uh, Okay, so I'm also on campus. This room might feel echoey. And there are other disadvantages staying on campus, campus, right? Especially uh, if... What? I'm not as awkward as I was in terms of people and whatnot, but I don't have a lot of uh, close connections with people, right? So campus feels depressing because you see all these people, you greet them and whatnot, but you really don't know them or have any connection and whatnot. So it it's really all shallow, right? So moving around, this place is always crowded, but at the same time, you feel like uh, you are alone, right? That's the paradox. Is it the paradox? Is it... Is it... I'm not sure if it's... It's correct to say it's a paradox, but that's the depressing thing about campus most of the time. Especially if you don't have a, okay, not that I don't have a lot of friends, but uh, people are always busy. And I'm not a good person to be around in terms of, uh, what, gathering, social, whatever, social gatherings. I like working on my iPhone. Right, not my iPhone, my laptop is editing and whatnot. Uh, but problem has been my laptop has been working, so and this thing it's messed up, right? So, uh, from the last time I spoke, I went home for the holidays, right? What happened then before I went home? 
Yes, I don't remember the last podcast. What what happened before I went home? Da 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 da. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what I did before I went home, right? Uh, but then I went home afterwards, right? Uh, passed Deben, made a good video there. So the fam, my mom and the siblings. And then, what? Did I see them there? I think they were already home, right? And then I passed uh, straight to home, right? And then at home, obviously, spend a lot of time wasting time, right? That that happened the most. And the other thing is, do I, man, I didn't want to slide in this thing now, right? Uh, but home was nice, right? The holidays, it was really nice in terms of uh, the family. Most people were there, right? Spending time on taking pictures, taking videos. I uh, see when all the kids are around, uh, there's always movement happening, right? You'd find that maybe there are 10, 15 kids, uh, like there are maybe there are what, eight or nine, maybe 10 adults. It's a big family, that thing at home, right? So there's always movement. You never feel alone, you're never alone actually because. Well, I have a laptop and all the time there's always one person or a cousin or a sibling or whatever who's always begging me uh, to borrow them the laptop so that they could watch a movie or something like that. So you never actually get a chance to be depressed at home. <laughs> and there's always food, a lot of it actually. And there's always a chance for was this for exercise you can take trips to wherever you want and whenever you want a shower you go to the river you do your thing there is never any problems and i think that this was this, during these holidays i think it was extra nice right i really enjoyed home and mainly because also i'm promised a few clients this year that if everything goes smooth i think i won't be complaining that much right if everything goes smooth though right in terms of video and photo and some potential investors if this goes as planned man this year might not be as bad right and what else happened at home Oh, another thing I discovered is that uh, most of my classmates or the girls around uh, the area, most of them, uh, they, are, they are about to have kids. And I think it's appropriate right now, uh, seeing that I'm 22 years old and some of them a bit younger than me, some of them older than me and whatnot. Most of them, most of them have kids now, right? Since people are busy, <laughs> right? I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, you would have liked to see people having kids when they are sort of 
uh, equipped to support them either way uh, if a kid is here they are here so it's not that much of a hassle right there was the whole vibe at home i think we had a lot of fun what else did i notice what else did i notice what else did i notice uh, 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 uh. so people are always uh, asking me uh, on facebook because i still have facebook for some reason i think only for to connect with the people from home and whatnot uh, they're always asking me uh, they're always saying they haven't seen me in a while that's because whenever i'm home i stay at home right i think for my duration at home I left home maybe three, four times, right? Uh, when leave, when speaking about leaving home, I'm, I mean, uh, what? I'm not sure if my voice is still the same because I'm laying down now, right? And uh, when I speak about leaving home, I speak about I'm speaking about going somewhere, right? Uh, somewhere that is crowded, let's say, because I go everywhere. So I go some places every day, but not where there is people or other people to interact with so it seems like i'm always at home right and that's what i do i've never been someone to uh, visit people's homes because i'm really really awkward with those uh, engagements i do i've improved a bit but it's still a problem i have been rumbling for like 10 minutes uh what else? thing is I wanna wrap all my thoughts and my sort of experiences on all the things that have been bothering me in terms of uh, problems and whatnot so that I can continue off this year uh, on a good note, right? Because it's not been going well. I, I've been avoiding freaking out over this laptop um because uh, what? <sighs> it's been it's been bothering me a lot, right? Why am I viewing the news, motherfucker? Right, it's been bothering me a lot lately. Uh, what else did I do? What book was I reading when I left here? I'm sure I didn't read any book on the way because reading in a reading from what is this reading from a screen while traveling might gets gets me nauseous somehow and it's not that enjoyable so i just watch videos movies and whatnot uh, there was a book i was reading wasn't there ah uh, jesus I don't remember what book I was reading, but I can tell you that I finally uh, started reading Friedrich Nietzsche. Man, man, man. Obviously, I didn't get a correct uh, guide in terms of how to approach the guy. If you want to understand his work, right? I started reading what? What? The Antichrist. 
and then I didn't finish the thing, but I was almost done. And then I found a guide, and I think I'm supposed to start with the Twilight of Idols. I've started with that as well. And the thing is, the guy is complex, right? It's complicated, the thing he's writing about. And most things aren't what? It's sort of easier that I've read. Um, who's this guy? I've read Dostoevsky before uh, because he inspired Nietzsche and I've heard a lot of Nietzsche's ideas from Peterson, right? And yeah, that made uh, reading Nietzsche a bit less stressful, right? But still doesn't take away from the fact that the guy it's hard to read, right? Really, really hard stuff, right? And the other thing I've been sort of thinking about, uh, it's been bothering me, and, well, I've had a lot of, not shouting, but talks, right? Family uh, talks with my mom, uh, my grandmother, and other concerned parties, right? So, um, I've not been attending church that much, right? Uh, problem with that, uh, not the problem, but the cause of that has been partly reading the Bible, not that the Bible is bad, it's a good book, right? And I like a lot Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11, I think. That verse always gets to me. And I've sort of, and as, as we've heard that I'm, I've been reading Nietzsche's Antichrist, right? His criticism of uh, Christianity, uh, it's really deep and the guy is making a lot of good points, right? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm a science guy, right? I like science a lot. I read a lot about science. But I'm also religious, right? I go to church. I pray most times. I don't even count the times that I pray, right? during a day but i don't kneel down and like the there was a usual routine sometimes i just close my eyes and say the prayer sometimes i'll just be walking say the prayer in my head or something like that right uh where am i going with this also there's this thing of being an atheist not believing that god exists right and uh, for me, well, that question at this moment, I don't think it matters that much if God exists uh, in the sense that people think of him or it doesn't exist. It doesn't really matter. Uh, because when, when getting to those arguments, <coughs> there's always the argument of man in the sky, right? Uh, which is a bit damp and 
it's a reductionist sort of argument, right? Uh, well, this is complicated, right? So, you might don't know. Obviously, <laughs> I don't even have listeners. Okay, so you might don't know. Uh, let's let me give you a lesson here on our history. Let me stop the thing. I'm giving you a lesson on our history now. Black people, especially Zulu people, I'm not sure about the others, but Zulu people, right? We have a lot of problems, a lot of problems, right? And then main of which, especially when I'm back home and whatnot, is the problem of uh, witchcraft, right? Well, when you grow up, you always hear stories that once in a while, once uh, upon a time or some time ago, uh, someone was found busy performing witchcraft uh, in the yard, right? Usually what happens is how we built our homes, they are not uh, fenced, like they are not, um, there is no fence, right? So you can pass through someone's home without a problem so the concept of witchcraft is that uh, someone comes and puts something underneath the yard which will cause problems for everyone right even the ancestors even does it cause problems for ancestors i'm not sure but it causes problems for everyone so find that someone doesn't get a job it's because something has been put in the yard right sometimes it's literally called umpolelo right it's believed that someone uh, does something on your door so that when you wake up or umegro when you wake up take the first step out of the room you've caught on something right these are complicated issues right and well you might say, well, this is, that is science fiction. There is nothing like that. And scientifically speaking, um, man, it's hard to believe, right? It's really hard to believe, right? But, but sometimes it's a, it's a bit of a, what? It's... It's not a coincidence, sort of. Some things happen that uh, make you question whatever is happening. And people say things, uh, you find that in some cases, uh, there's been cases actually where someone will speak something mistakenly because they are drunk uh, relating to how they've performed witchcraft and whatnot, right? And then I've had an encounter where I joked about hitting uh, baboons with my stick and then some kid told me that well I should not hit baboons because he, his grandmother uh, owns the baboons so they are his right baboons are known as the primary animal for doing any sort of witchcraft right or perform, performing any sort of thing like that Alright, 
<clears throat> we've all known this. These are stories that are told at schools and whatnot. And, well, everyone sort of believes them, right? Even people I trust in terms of science and whatnot know that these things happen, right? Why is someone playing music like that? This is the problem with being on campus. Damn, I hate this place. Right, so uh, with these stories being believed and being told everywhere, well, then there's an issue, man. There's a problem here, right? So uh, it is believed that mostly when you are when you are smart at school, you are more likely to end up crazy or mentally uh, ill or disabled somehow, right? Your faculties, uh, they say you, you were too clever and then your faculties sort of deteriorated or self-destructed or something, destructed, whatever the word is, yes? Something like that, right? And it is usual, uh, normal, back home for people uh, who were said to be smart at school to go mad, right? And you hear those stories every time and it always makes you sad, right? Uh, those stories are everywhere. And sometimes you witness them yourself. They, they tell you, well, this guy, we were studying with him at school. Look at him now. He was very, very brilliant, right? And they attribute, attribute uh, the reason behind people going mad to witchcraft. Well, man, uh, you'd be stupid to sort of take that lightly, right, or for granted, or whatever, right? Obviously, we don't understand everything about the universe, and I would think there is something, uh, there is some layer of the universe, uh, there is something connecting us all, maybe that's the God or whatever, and maybe some people are able to manipulate it somehow, I'm not sure, right, I really don't, I'm, I'm 22, I don't know uh, answers to these complicated questions, how this might work and whatnot, right? Uh, my problem now is that, well, in the area, man, I'm known to be smart, right? That's the issue now. I'm known to be smart and I've been told a lot of times that, well, one day I'll go mad as well. I'm bound to get go mad, right? So I was the type of kid to argue with teachers at school. Especially when we were doing maths, I would tell them, no, that's not how you do this thing and whatnot. And then I got a reputation, right? Basically, even young kids know me. And at school, when they're teaching or when they're taught, especially at the school where I was at, well, my name is used a lot as an example, right? I'm sort of famous locally. Part of the reason I don't want to go around, right? 
Well then, church has been, uh, or religion has been that source of comfort for that sort of thing, right? Uh, I know that, well, if things go bad, if I have any problem, if I don't feel right, because I've had issues where uh, sometimes I would fall ill in the morning before going to school to find that my eyes just go black or just go dark, and maybe I'd have like a spinning headache in the morning, something that's trying to bring me down at that moment, right? So, also, in the, during the holidays, man, I almost died, right? We ate some meat, ate some meat, and uh, not sure what was in the meat, but I got some sort of poisoning. Man, I was in the toilet, and luckily I had my phone with me because I couldn't even breathe, obviously. I'm 22 years old, but I called my mom in the toilet, and she came, brought me water, and yeah i was able to breathe then but stomach was killing me right so where where was i so i almost died and but also with that almost dying i didn't see anything because i think my the, the air was literally leaving my my thing when i called my mom couldn't talk i couldn't even breathe right it was really really serious stuff but i didn't see anything uh, sort of a rewind as people always say you see a rewind of your life and not I don't believe that I'm not sure though right so uh, I always got sick as a kid while at school and obviously the first thing would be well the smart kid uh, someone put something uh, in the yard so that he might be he might get sick uh, might die might uh, have something bad happen to him or anything like that, right? There was always the line of reasoning that was given, right? So I would go to church and drink some things that we drink there and feel better, right? Uh, right now, also, if I were to get sick now, the first place I would go to is my church. That is the source of sort of. Uh, any source of any what healing that I might require and whatnot, right? That is all I know. I've no, I've never been taught anything else, right? So the thought of me leaving that at home, well, you can imagine how devastating it might be for my family, right? Because they know, uh, also, they know that I know that most people who leave the church uh, usually don't make it. Because, well, and the outside world is crazy. And the church acts as a protective layer, right? In, on weekends, uh, if you're a church boy, you don't really go out and booze and whatnot, you don't get bored, the activities of church, church dancing and whatnot, which are quite enjoyable actually, and that keep you occupied all weekend, literally all weekend, right? And, well, most people who leave church obviously get drunk and get in trouble somehow.
right? And so my family is rightfully concerned, I would say. Obviously, I still pray and still plan on going to church. But I think also the other reason is that I'm 22 years old now. Man, I've been saying that. My birthday was actually on the 10th of this month, right? January, that is, right? So, um, I don't think I'm ready to leave church, actually. I'm not planning to do so anytime soon. But the concern of my family has sort of elevated uh, that war inside me that I've left church somehow, right? They keep on asking me if I still pray or something like that. Uh, giving me unnecessary worries, right? And, well, there's a lot of things happening, right? As I've said, that I've read the argument against Christianity, which is something you shouldn't read if you're still young and because it might confuse you. And I think church or going to church as a young person uh, is a good thing in terms of orienting you and keeping you safe from the cruel world, right? Uh, because I think what I've gotten from this reading, uh, this uh, rational, complicated stuff, is that they sometimes give me a cynicism against the world. Because now, well, if it's pouring out all these flaws, uh, that are associated with Christianity or any other religion, then, well, man, where else might I go for refuge? Is it refuge? I think for refuge, All right? It's, it's a problem there. Because if I eliminate, eliminate church from my life, then it's a problem, right? Uh, but then also there are problems with church itself now. There is, there is a complicated issue as well, right? Because you find in the Bible they say, uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? But what if now the church has sort of told you that, well, your neighbors are busy witchcrafting you or anything of that sort. What do you do now? There are a lot of other contradictions like that. Uh, and I've really been having a hard time sort of mm, making sense of them, right? There's a lot of things like that. So, well, I need some sort of time out, right? Not that I need to leave church. I don't think I'll ever leave church because uh, even if I could discover that God doesn't exist, uh, I think there is some force that is more important than even that thought of God not existing. And uh, there is a way... I feel when I'm at church that 
isn't really something that you could feel anywhere else, right? So maybe I try by editing or taking pictures, getting to that higher stage, but church really has something there, like the singing, the whatnot. It's a sort of source of joy for for me, right? So there is no way I could leave church, uh, at least not in the foreseeable future, right? But also, well, I need to question things if I'm to live a life I have some level of understanding. Because the other thing I don't like a lot about the church and church people is uh, naive hope, right? When talk about things, want to solve things and whatnot, and they talk about God will provide God. Uh, well, I trust God to this, to that, to that, to that. Yes, we all trust God. But man, can we at least have a solution that something we might apply, right? Something we know. Because with God, it's a complicated story. This God phenomenon, this God person, let's treat him as some person. It's a complicated story, man. Really complicated. I think this started, uh, sort of my cynicism started uh, when my uncle died. There was, uh, what year is it now? There was two to three years ago, two and a half years ago, right? I think it was July of 2017, I think. Something like that, right? My uncle died, right? And it was like, well, my dreams are shattered, sort of. Not that my uncle was uh, going to make my dreams come true, but my uncle himself was a dreamer. So he's a guy who was a guy we would sit with and talk a lot of crazy stuff, stuff that we'll do in the future, stuff we were hoping to do in that year, that December, stuff that we wanted to invest and whatnot. We were always talking about stuff like that with my uncle, right? And he was really, really young, right? Well, have you heard of this thing called the God, God's plan, right? Well, it's a confusing phenomenon, man. Because let's say I died today, right? Man, the life I've lived now, uh, let's say out of a hundred, maybe my potential I've only exhausted 5%, right? In terms of the things I want to do, things uh, I'm capable of doing, and if I could die now at my funeral, you would hear that, well, it was God's plan. It, it was brought to uh, do this to whoever's path. Uh, all those things. Uh, my life actually right now, if I'm to be successful, it would be really, it would really be beneficial to my mom and my family, siblings, and everyone else who's related to me, right? If I could do the things that I want to do, their lives wouldn't be as hard as they are now, right? Especially financially, right? 
but uh, you'd find people saying at my at my and my funeral that it was God's plan. Well, my cynicism started there, right? If my uncle could die having so many, having had so many dreams, and having <clears throat> not really lived an exciting life uh, by his standard, well, wh what about me then? All right. <clears throat> Then fast forward, uh, I think a year later, my stepdad dies in a car accident, right? Well, what kind of God's plan is this? Stepdad dies, my mom is pregnant uh, with his youngest child, right? How does that happen now? What plan is this? Right, there is no plan actually. Yeah, to me it seems like there is no plan here. Right. So I've been trying to leave those concepts, and <clears throat> well, before that I was going into cars without problems. Right, I would uh, sort of take a car, uh, maybe a taxi to town and whatnot, having not. Not that many thoughts about that thing, right? But now it's a different story because I might die actually. It's really, really possible that I might die, right? I, I know it's not a good way to live life to be always anxious of those things because, well, a bus could hit you at any moment. But I always had the hope that, well, man, I haven't done anything in life and I haven't lived to my potential. So a bus hearing me now uh, wouldn't really make any sense, right? Until I found out now that, well, things don't have to make sense. Well, man, this game is rigged, right? That's where problems started with this. A religion thing now saying well this thing is so rigged right same thing you'd hear with these religious people if you wanna go into these spots where there is any action like uh, martial arts I wanna drink something here ooh Martial arts, uh, boxing and whatnot. Ooh, sorry for that. Maybe you wanna learn uh, self-defense, right? All those things. When a religious life doesn't really encourage that thing. Because it, when you walk, wherever you're walking, God is with you, right? Anything bad that happens, he knows about it. It's been planned by him, right? He will protect you, right? 
Well, people get marked. People I know get marked. And well, I read who's this guy? Fooled by randomness. And Nassim Taleb and whatnot. Speaking of uh, possibilities, probabilities in our daily life, chances and whatnot, chance opportunities and all that stuff. And well, made me skeptical about a lot of things. Uh, I don't really believe now that uh, God will protect me when I walk uh, in dangerous situations. But I think I should at least have some sort of skill to defend myself, right? That's why I want to learn those things. I haven't even done anything because I'm really broke. So, uh, people have that naive hope thing. I really don't like that. And they bring it a lot in conversations. Right? Find that discussing something, they bring in that naive hope thing. Right? Let's discuss the issue at hand. And... Well, if God isn't going to talk to us and say this is how we do this thing, then let's try and do it our way. If it fails, it fails. If it succeeds, it succeeds, right? I'm not really that scared of failure. Obviously, I want to make a lot of money and then take any sort of chances with whatever I want to do. But I'm not that scared of failing, Right? I don't really, I would not appreciate if everything I did went right. That wouldn't be life. That would be a movie or something like that. Right? That has been bothering me a lot. And while reading Friedrich Nietzsche surely didn't help. Because those were thought that I, thoughts that I already had. And... Well, somehow I think I should find a way to sort of separate uh, my religious life from my family. Somehow. Not sure how, but somehow I should find a way. Right? Well, I didn't think this would go this direction now. Uh, how many minutes? 26 plus 16, that's like 40 or something like that, right? So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. What that was depressing. What else have I been during the holidays? Uh, let's see. Me and my brother made a music video that was cool. For his latest track, Emma Bozen, I found myself singing <laughs> that song a lot. Here's the thing, the lyrics there really don't make a lot of sense, right? And because mostly the references are too local for even me to understand some of them. But he's doing something nice, getting into music, and well, I'm not bad in terms of making videos, so we made something, and my brother is really not afraid of this stuff, right? 
that was nice. I think that's one of the nicest videos I made at home. Uh, Kobe died last week, I think. Was it last week or this Sunday? It was Sunday, actually. This Sunday, Saturday. Saturday afternoon, something like that, right? Era said, still said right now, still can't believe the thing. Uh, man. That was really something, right? Uh, what else happened since I've been away? A lot of other things. But yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, no. I think I'll continue this podcast if I get the chance. When my spirit is, is lifted a bit. Because that was long, really long, really long.